Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. I use the pronoun set ni, nem, near. Ni, nem, near. Um, and it's a gender-neutral pronoun set. It's a neo-pronoun. The word neo-pronoun makes it sound like it's not been around for very long. My specific pronouns have been around for over 100 years. Um, neo-pronouns are not that new of a thing. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. An example of how to use them would be the sentence, Ni went to the market with near friends who love them. Ni went to the market with near friends who love them. So that is Nem over there. Uh, this is near room. Uh, I really, I really liked Nem. He was nice. Not all non-binary people like neo-pronouns. Not all non-binary people use neo-pronouns. It's just personal to me. Hey folks! <laughs> hey folks! How's it going? Uh, Nick here today. Thank you for joining my program today. On this program, we're going to talk about important things that Aaron I would like to talk about. And uh, hey, it's just the way it is. I, I think is there's some good value, right, for all of us finding our own. Uh, value, and that's why I worked hard over the weekend after the truth subject to work me near them pronouns so I could come up with the ones that were the best for me. But that was a little hard, my lips swelled each time I kept on saying pronouns. Let's simplify this. Here are my pronouns Fuck you. Welcome to the program, folks. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to say about our kids. <laughs> and, and if you watch that one video, she slips and says them. Right? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll play the up aisle. Sorry. Damn it. Play it. In a few minutes, when <coughs> return, <laughs> share this damn program. We're going to laugh a little bit and have some fun today. Bye bye. Here we go. No, not bye bye. No, wait. Huh? Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media? 
in the gender-confused, emotional, socialist, snowflake crowd. Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listen to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey, folks, welcome back uh, to Cut the Crap. I realize that as an old white fat supremacist, Fuck, my pronouns are gone in my, my look, I'm gonna have to change my program. I wonder if I can get Fish, my announcer, voice of my program, to get my new programs that I adopted. I, I thought, why not just go to guttural sounds, right? Um, and of course, there's gonna be somebody out there that adopts the pronoun that sounds just like, you know, when Harry met Sally. Think about that. Now that'd be a good program, you know, when she's sitting in the little booth, if some lady out there wants to adopt that as her pronoun. <laughs> You'd have a lot of friends. <laughs> but I have I have decided my pronouns are definitively, and I said this at the Truth Summit to somebody, of course, just, you know, giving them the piss. Um, my pronouns are are decidedly. Now, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you this is right on for me. My pronouns are, if somebody asks my pronouns, my pronouns are fuck you. Now, the question is, are they going to get pissed? Are they going to get indignant? Are they going to fight me about it? Because, see, then they'd be shaming me. And, of course, I would sit there all indignant and say, how dare you shame me on my pronouns, my identity, for how I identify? And I personally think that, People should start, uh, you know, should start adopting pronouns like this, because it goes right to the heart of their debate: is don't uh, ridicule somebody's pronouns. So my pronouns are decidedly "fuck you," and I, I think that works. And I think if more of us, more of us, really decided on our uh, pronouns, uh, you know, I tried the guttural sounds. I tried the, you know, the. Mitt hopping sounds or whatever it is. Are your cats back uh, attracted to the computer? I'm a cat whisperer. Yes, I, I tried to invite her uh, to the Truth Summit to share some truth with her. Do you do most of y'all know if you've never tuned into my program before? By the way, I've been out of the seat for man. It seems like forever because I was on the road. Uh, Mike Lindell's Truth Summit. Most of the people about the only pronoun ones I've seen anybody accept. Or any of this lunacy I've seen anybody accept. By the way, I met some of the coolest people in the world from Alabama. Do you know about the Alabama wave? It's, it's called the two-gun salute. This is the Alabama wave. So when you see somebody from, from Alabama, give them the Alabama wave. I did not know that. Anyway, um, the only one I've ever seen of this lunacy that anybody ever really liked and said, well, I could support this person. I could, you know, I could help her out. She just seems a little bit lost 
is this little bit of lunacy. I'll be teaching you guys some ways that my friends and I meow to one another to communicate when words just seem a little too difficult. So here we go. Okay, so first off, we have the normal meow that we just use mostly to get each other's attention. Meow. Okay, then we have the dissatisfied meow. <coughs> then the angry meow, but we only use this one on rare occasions because overall we're a very happy kitten family. <coughs> then the happy or content meow. Okay, then one of the most important ones for our kitten family is the I want to go potty meow. It took me a really long time to master this meow because it, it needs to be really specific in order for my kittens to understand. Okay, this is the most important meow for me, and it's the I need help wiping meow. Okay, and last, but definitely not least, is our in-heat meow, and we use this when we need a little bit more special kitten attention, if you know what I mean. Meow. Oh, meow. <laughs> That's a freak, but I find the guys like that freak. I have many, many... <laughs> oh, Don. See, there you go, feeding me content... What exactly do you mean she needs to be sprayed, Don? See, that's what I'm talking about. With what exactly? <laughs> You're right. It's lost souls. These people are absolutely... <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, think about that. Have you ever thought that? Have you ever thought that? Do, do these kids' parents know... What happens? What would be worse, seeing your child in a porn or finding out your precious daughter has a litter of kittens, they speak kittenese, she has trouble wiping, and her very own kittens, now get the psychology of this, her very own kittens will come running when she meow, 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 it's a certain way when her mm, kitten needs a little more care. <laughs> oh my goodness we are going to hell in a handbasket if we keep if we keep this up anyway hey folks i've been on the road i uh, went to the truth summit i hope i hope that um you watched it and that's kind of what i'm going to talk about at kind of a a, a little bit higher level right here as, as as soon as i get done with the broadcast i'll jump right back over to locals to kind of give you a little bit more of the inside scoop, uh, the stuff I can't say out on regular social media that will get banned for, or, you know, just where you don't want the libs as they're calling their kittens to help them take care of their kitty uh, to know what are the plans are for us conservatives in fighting this battle. So uh, let me kind of start at the top. Um, I think the truth summit and just, just right off the top, somebody admonished me uh, for posting Bobby Python's response early. Well, it might have been Friday that I posted it where Bobby said, hey, um, are we still going to keep on 
talking about this stuff and the great plan and no plan ever happens or whatever uh, going on, right? And uh, somebody took offense to that because I actually thought I was slamming Mike Lindell. I think it's important for all of us to talk about all of our opinions. One of the things on the ground is I, I think the days were phenomenal. Obviously, you saw the finale and it was. People are saying, why are we kind of going back over this? And we've kind of heard this again, et cetera, et cetera. Well, the bottom line is I think Mike delivered. I really did. And if you if you got to the end, and we're going to we're gonna uh, talk about that. But I do believe that the Truth Summit, at, that Mike organized, that even though we all went through uh, state by state, which I think was very educational, and if you did not take the time or have the fortitude to go through each state presenting what they were dealing with, I would highly recommend it. I would highly recommend it because when you kind of go through it state by state and you hear what each state is dealing with, you do, in fact, come to realize that every state was involved in this. Every state had issues. They're predominantly the same issues. And you got to remember, these are independent witnesses and researchers all over the place. So I think that was phenomenal. And with Mike delivering that finale, which is what I'm going to talk about on Locals, I think... Mike, thank God for Mike. What a true American hero. That's what I said, you know, at the beginning of the program where you saw the segments with Mike and myself. I truly believe, uh, you know, God has blessed Mike and God bless Mike for the fact that he does what he does and has the conviction he has. But more importantly, Mike has set a brand new standard of what it means in modern times to be a true American hero. So in, in my mind, Mike Lindell on this one over delivered. Now, I'm really critical on this, but it's because the one thing that he dropped about the Dominion machines that I think is absolutely quit. Mike has the most perfect thing you have to have in this fight, and that's that Mike doesn't quit. Never give up. Absolutely never give up. Anyway, so let's just kind of do a check of, okay, what did I see at this event? And what did I personally get out of it? I want you to know that one of the most valuable things to come out of an event like this is you get a, time, a chance, an opportunity to meet true people that are like-minded like you. It is just so absolutely phenomenal to be in an environment where people really, really care and people are fighting this fight in the trenches. In fact, so much so, people you never hear of because they're not really out in front and not many uh, 
people are actually out there being interviewed about it, but really fighting in the trenches. I'm going to do my best to bring to you just warrior patriot interviews to let you hear from some of the people fighting this fight that you might not have heard of. More importantly, I have to say, God bless the women of the United States of America for many reasons, but God bless the women of the United States of America because predominantly you are the warriors that are making this happen. You probably couldn't see it in the broadcast, but at 60 I'm going to say easily 60% women, real women, you know, with all the parts and pieces that are supporting this effort and are really the bulldogs, watchdogs, Thor's hammers that are making this stuff happen. And I think it is so freaking awesome to meet these patriot women that are not only pissed off, but they're a lot of fun, pissed off, but just so dedicated warriors to fight this fight, right? And to see that, right? To see that firsthand, and to be able to talk to so many, you know, there's thousands of people there, to be able to meet so many and to now put faces with names and whatever is just a blessing. But thank God for women. Thank God for these women as mothers, even if they don't even have kids. But they're, they are mothering our entire nation, right? They are doing their mother thing that I'm going to protect you and you are not, you're not going to hurt my kids, but I tell you what, you are not going to hurt my nation. And it's very, very exciting to see this happening amongst a society where all of us are stretched, all of us are worn out, all of us are fighting this absolutely horrible government singular Republicans and Democrats included. It's just amazing. It is just amazing. So I want to say God bless you and thank you to all the mothers out there from coast to coast that are just fighting this fight. For me, I only had three very interesting experiences, and I'll tell you this because it's not hard facts. It's just interesting. I, three, I had three very interesting experiences in this thing. Four. One, someone who I considered a longtime friend and that I valued their friendship and kind of lost communication with. I, I realized that that friendship, unfortunately, is over. And it's over because of a couple other people in the conservative movement basically kind of, you know, pooping on Jovan thing. I was very sad about that. I had one person that uh, 
out of all this work that we all do, their particular um, issue with me was, do you remember when I posted the post on Telegram that uh, was 2000, I think it was 2046, 2046 Jesuses, right? Uh, if you don't know the story, is there was a ongoing discussion year and a half ago or year plus ago that Jovan didn't say Jesus enough in Telegram. And then this Telegram thing was Lynn Woods and Clements and stuff, and they were all kind of talking about how they say Jesus as a measuring tool, meaning they were ranking it how many times, because you can look in chat how many times they said Jesus. And they were using that as a measuring stick of was this person really Christian or not? Of course, I got word of this. One of my buddies, Rogers, uh, Roger, uh, notified me of this. And um, and so me being the smartass I am, and I don't, I, I don't kind of force that on anybody. Any of you that watched me for years know my faith is absolutely rock strong, right? And so to see people judging a channel by how many times they say Jesus or in scrope, in, uh, invoke scripture... Of course, me being the <laughs> me being the smart ass I was. So when that came on and and somebody showed it to me, and I'm looking at these chats uh vilifying me for not saying Jesus. Um, and they were keeping count to see who said it the most. I being the smart ass I was, got into my word program and I wrote Jesus, 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 Jesus. And then I copied and pasted and then you know, double copy paste, triple copy paste, quadruple copy paste. And it came out to about 2046 Jesuses. <laughs> and so I went into their program, their uh, telegram chats, and I posted, ha ha, I won. And I posted those 2046 Jesuses. Now, you obviously, most people get the moral of the story that. I didn't all of a sudden get a halo. I didn't all of a sudden get canonized, deitized, because I happened to put in writing Jesus's name <laughs> 2046 times and then proclaim, I won, because you could do the search and then you could count them and see them all. And I would have obliterated everybody because I think it was Lynn at 500 something and Clements at 300 something and whatever at the time. And the moral of my teaching story on that was that is not what makes you uh, a Christ follower or better or anything else? Because by default, if that was it, that one posting would have made me the kingpin, right? If that's how you measure it. Some people didn't get that. <laughs> Some people did not get that. And so I got I got fronted. Now I'll let you in on a little secret. I was doing somebody else's telephone uh, a program, right? And uh, they're they have a makeup artist, so they're I told them to make me look young and thin. And so they're working and making me look young and thin. Which, by the way, every time somebody took a selfie with me, maybe you can tell me why this happens. They take a selfie with me. I specifically instruct them, okay, if you're going to take a selfie of me, you've got to set the setting to the young and thin filter, right? 
setting in your phone, young and thin. It's a requirement to take a selfie with me. And damned if they don't take a selfie. But when I look at it and I look at the selfie they took, I swear they're moving that filter only over to the person I stand next to. And they're forgetting to put the filter on the whole part of the screen. So I look young and thin too. I don't know how they're doing that setting and not getting it across the whole screen. But anyway, so this uh, lady decided she was going to front me uh, as they're doing makeup on me about she thought that that was blasphemy, which, of course, is what Lynn Wood proclaimed, that it was blasphemy. And I wrote, here's the, and I told her, I said, here's the moral of the story. What you might not know about me is I went to Dallas Theological Seminary. And so (laughs) my insight into some of this stuff is a little more deeper than most people. And I said, I did it as a teaching moment. And obviously you miss the teaching moment. And if I was truly going to engage in blasphemy, I'd go back to, you know, original Aramaic or Greek and give you what blasphemy really, really is. But she decided to front me on it. And I said, if you didn't get the lesson that how many times that word is said, that does not mean somebody's Christian or has faith or whatever. That's not it. And I said, and why are you not looking at the people that originally posted it who decided that was a measuring stick and then ask yourself, is that really a measuring stick when it comes to faith? I think I upset her, but hey, that's the way it goes. The other uh, uncomfortable uh, particular uh, moment for me is I'm standing there and we're talking securities around us and all kinds of stuff. We're between the different times we're not on on stage and stuff. And a fellow comes up and believe it or not, those of you guys that have followed me for from years on Oak Island, you remember my work on the History Channel curse of oak island right um this guy standing in front of me and my mind keeps on going why do i recognize your face it just kept on bugging me and so finally i asked what's your name again and come to find out and i won't mention his name and there's a reason he was one of my permanent stalkers from the television show, Curse of Oak Island on History Channel. I mean, just stalked me across all of the groups, right? All of the groups, etc. cetera. Uh, and uh, about that Canadian show, right? I, I love Canadians. They all come out with such the greatest statements. Not, not all of them, but some of them. Anyway, I'm, it looks like I'm going to have a visitor on the program, see if I have a visitor. But anyway... Um, This guy was a stalker of mine for eight years, and I finally lay eyes on his face in person, first time ever. So, of course, I come out with both barrels blazing. I mean, just... And go to the second day, and uh, I sat at a table... And I didn't realize he was sitting there. And then when I realized he was sitting there, once again, I just both barrel blazing because my philosophy was, you know, uh, after somebody doing that for a long time, it really, but I, I figured I have to do it now. He's in front of my face. But the moral of the story is 
it was such a cleansing moment to meet this person that when we got to the end of it, we shook hands, hugged, and agreed the past is over. We got a war to fight. And it was a really, really, really good moment, right? Really, really, really a great, great moment to just exercise some purging and some healing, give somebody their opportunity to blow their lid, give me an opportunity to blow my lid, and, and really come to the facts of what was really true in this online world and what's not really true in this online world and what is really good news or bad news or truth about people or whatever. So it was a very, very, very good thing. It was. I, I hope it was a good for him. Uh, it was definitely good for me. Um, and that is why it is very good to be able for people to share their differences and talk, right? And talk about their differences. Now, I don't begrudge anyone at all their differences. Not at all. In fact, I've learned it's a very good thing that if we can just get our differences out in the open and we can talk, right? And we can talk. And so, uh, just like in chat here, we have nada of Canada, nada, 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 is that how you say it? Nada of Canada. Hey, nada of Canada. Hey, come on my program, right? And let's talk. Because you, and I, and I put it there, you can see it in chat. You said, who cares? You are all brainwashed. And let's talk. And I, I invite you on to tell me why I'm brainwashed or why we're all brainwashed. I am interested in why a Canadian has a say in United States presidency and politics, but that's okay. Um, because I learned people don't even know the capitals of their own country, much less some of this other stuff. You might be one of those. You might not realize that not, not a, of Canada, that you're a whole different country with a whole different system and a whole different set of standards and a whole different group of people and a whole different group of circumstances. But if you do want to come on, come on in because I am totally open. I am totally open uh, because you are, in, as, as Nada from Canada, won't come on, but says because you are a Zionist and ruling the world. I love that. Uh, I'll do it again. Um, and, by, and, and we can discuss what is a Zionist, right? Um, and you can discuss with me your thoughts about Zionism. What is a Zionist? What does it mean? Question is, do you actually know what a Zionist is? And we can discuss that. I did a whole, I did a whole program on it. But Nada of Ka Ka Canada, love you, man. If you identify as a man, woman, if you identify a woman, you could identify as a cat. You could actually identify as somebody who was uh, sane and intelligent. I will still talk to you. I will still talk to you. 
I love Zionism. You're right, Alan. Zion, Utah is a beautiful, beautiful place. The Zionists that live there, man, what a what a beautiful place to live. Outdoor beauty out the wazoo, right? Just a beautiful, beautiful place, right? And I love that. And so, uh, Nada, the, the invitations own, uh, 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 on if you want it. Anyway, what I realize that we're all going to have to do, because our battle to save our particular country, which is totally free, not Canada. Canada has its own issues. They're more free than most. But our particular country, which is called the United States of America, and then there's Canada to the north, Mexico to the bottom. Those are different countries, not combined states. But anyway, we are literally have more freedoms and liberties at the moment, although they're rapidly trying to make us Canada. And then once they get us to the Canadian level, which is probably going on right now, trying to get us to the Mexico level next. And then once they get us to the Mexico level, then they want to get us to the Guatemalan level. I mean, it kind of works. I mean, at least they're working in a linear geographical progression from top to bottom. Anyway, um, but you know what? This is is what we fight, what we have, what's going on. And that's why between now and... The November 8th, we are going to be in the fight of our life. Because this is one of the battles that they're going to have to do a full court press because the House and the Senate is up for grabs. Nada, I just want to clarify that for you. No, they're not coming for your house, literally. It's like a form of government we have. We we call the house, you know, it's the precursor. Then you got this in it. I just want to make sure you're following me. But anyway, we're going to be in a fight and this is all going to heat up. Truly is going to heat up. And in that, the disinformation engine's going to kick up. Now, right now, I know because of the Truth Summit and what has really come out about this, the machines and what has now be, been revealed from uh, documents that have been unclassified, if you haven't seen that part of the finale of the Truth Summit, uh, watch it. That's what I'll be talking about on Locals uh immediately following this discussion. But a change happened. A monumental change happened here in this battle raging, uh, pun intended, against the machine and then against government. And so my prediction is they're kind of licking their wounds. Maybe they called the little kitty lady to get some help, but they're kind of licking their wounds trying to uh, see how they deal with this one. Now, I find it 
exceptionally interesting that if you've paid close attention to the last full week, you have found uh, one of the big CNN hosts was booted out. I hear there's at least three more coming. Fauci, am I saying that? Fraudchi? Fraudchi is leaving quicker. He was saying he was going to do it at the end of the maladministration uh, selection, not election, in. Uh, but he's doing it effective this December. Now, the reason I'm pointing these defections out to you, that they're defecting fast, is because behind enemy lines, they know that American voters, you, no, nada, Canada, da, you don't get to vote in our elections. So just stand down just for a second. You might not understand. But anyway, for you American voters that vote in our elections, I now believe the left knows they're about to get their ass handed to them. And so I think that's a, a very big telling statement that Fauci has said he's stepping down effective December. Okay. Now here's why I think December Our midterms are November 8th. There's going to be hell around those midterms. The left is going to instantly forget how to count, right? How to count. And, but they really realize the writings on the wall and we Americans are going to get out of we're going to we're going to boot these politicians out of our lives we are finally going to take responsibility for our elections and not be apathetic and these people know that as soon as that turns and all these new committees come up they're trying to bail as fast as they can to get out of the way because they know it's coming. They know it is going to be huge, huge. And they know that heads are going to potentially start rolling and they want nothing to do with it. They don't want to be in government at that time. So they're self-purging. So that's a very, very good sign. They're self-purging. So listen, I'm going to take a very short break, two minutes. Throw up any questions you have. I'll answer questions for a few minutes. Remember, after this broadcast, I'm going to hop over uh, to locals. We'll talk more in candid about some of the things that went on. But I want you to know, in one week's time, this nation has changed for the better in a very miraculous way. I'll be right back. Just a minute. We've got all the right in the world on our side. And there ain't no reason to be afraid. And there ain't no reason to not take the challenge dead on. Because I'm going to tell you who we come from, folks. We don't come from some weak, jellyback, spineless people. That's not who we come from. None of us. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what nation your folks hail from. How much money you got? We all share the same name. We are Americans. And at Bunker Hill, there was Americans. 
and at Fredericksburg and Gettysburg, there was Americans. And at Iwo Jima, raising that flag on Sarabachi, it was Americans. And at Porkchop Hill, there was Americans. Quezon, there was Americans. And on 9-11, there was Americans who ran towards those burning buildings. That is who you share your heritage with. You do not share your heritage with a weak and ineffective people who cower at the side of trouble. You share your heritage with a strong and brave people who are determined to hold on to their freedom and for the freedom of future generations. Guys, it's time for us to stand up and be that generation. It's time for us to stand strong and proud to remember who we are, that we are Americans. And as long as we stand as the vanguard of freedom in this nation, Freedom will survive. Not only survive, but fly. So guys, it's time to put on our packs. It's time to fix those bayonets. It's time to get ready. We got a fight on our hands. And our fight is not for us. For all those generations that's going to come behind. Let's save America, folks. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. That they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay, I'm back. I'm going to try one more time. Hey, Nada of Canada, um, who said, you know, Zionist and all this other stuff, uh, I just sent another link, right? I know, I know you're on uh, Twitch. It's totally fine. Come on in. Turn on your camera. I know you got it. And let's talk about... Um, that let's talk about your one comment here breaking news jews don't like you i I'm, I'm pretty sure you're saying in canada that jews want to destroy you and i'd, I'd love to have that discussion with you uh primarily i'd love to have that discussion with you over coffee i'm having my coffee right now french press folks by the way and i did try mike's coffee at the event they served my coffee my coffee it was actually very good i hate hotel coffee it, it just tastes like worm dirt to me. I hate convenience store coffee. I am a coffee snob, but I can tell you that Mike's coffee, which was served at the event, was damn good coffee. It really was good coffee. And I consider myself a coffee nerd. I also want to let you know, did you know that the cost of uh, coffee has gone up 22% uh, since Trump left office. That's a big deal. Anyway, Nada, would you come on and talk with me? I think I can help you want, with this one. I'll, I'll talk you through it. You might, you're probably not a regular watcher of my show, but most people know this guy's a Jew. And so I'd love to discuss this with you. Uh, again, another invitation. You've got to be real, right? You've got to be real. There are no requirements on my program. I won't cuss at you. I'll make fun of you. I'll make fun of you, okay? Um, and uh, I'll mock you a bit till you get on the show. But I will teach you great when you get on your show. And the rules are you don't, you don't, just don't cuss. Uh, be forthright. Uh, you don't even have to get dressed. I know you're in mama's basements watching porn, eating Cheetos, wanking the Viennese sausage. You think you're sick because it's orange and you need to go to the doctor. I'm just telling you that's a side effect of porn and Cheetos. But you can come on and we'll discuss this. And we probably have a lot of things in uh, in common, right? I, I, don't, I, have an, I don't 
have an orange Viennese sausage. I don't have that one in common with you. I have to go further. I don't even have a Viennese sausage, but it's okay for us horses to talk with Viennese sausages. We can still find common ground. Truly, we can still find common ground. Anyway, um, we're headed for interesting times. We're headed for interesting times. And uh, Kelly, you know, I never thought of that advantage. Kelly says wife likes the cheesy flavor. Now, that is a benefit. I never, ever thought about that. That is a benefit, right? But I'm transparent. Johnny says, hey, Jovan, how's it hanging? Well, straight down, no curve under my desk, but I have to be careful in my rolling chair not to roll over it because it hurts like hell. Until you've done that, I'm telling you, you think slamming your thumb or your finger in a car door hurts? Oh, my God. Sit here and do this broadcast. Just let it all hang out and roll over yourself? Holy fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Holy fuck. Does it hurt? Thank God I didn't hit the head. I it, whew, Man, I think I would really be. I just kind of ran over like mid-body of it with my chair. But, oh, man. I'm telling you excruciating pain. I thought I was going to get this Peroni shit, right? I really did. I was really worried. It's bad enough now. I have to run it down my pants and tuck it in my socks. But if I thought I was going to have a freaking right hook in it, oh my God, I was so worried. I was so worried, uh, but <sighs> didn't happen. Connie, you're right. Thank you very much for noticing. You've seen my pictures, haven't you? Thank you very much. <laughs> Nicholas now says sign over toilet stand closer it's shorter than you think I've never seen that one but that's very funny that's very funny anyway um it's gonna be a fight and that's uh, and my humor right it will probably ramp ramp up everybody knows uh yes Bill I'm I'm actually one of those too <laughs> there's enough for all of us anyway um I know that this is going to heat up. We're going to we're going to have to stick together, right? Uh we're going to have to fight this side by side. And the humor will kind of go up in in different ways um simply because we'd be crying otherwise, but I want to let you know. I want to want to let you know that we are so truly winning at this war, winning at this attack on every one of us. It is absolutely fan-freaking-tastic of, of what's going on. It really is of what's going on. It is fantastic. And to see... Even some of these liberal reporters showed up at this event. Some of these liberal reporters, their heads are exploding, and especially their heads are exploding with what Mike released at the end of the Truth Summit. Even I was impressed. I'm telling you, even I, I was blown away. 
and I'll just admit it right here. That's what we're going to talk about when I hop over to Locals. I will admit it right here. I really, part of me, so happy to be there, so happy to meet people. So, yeah, I, I love Mike Lindell to death. Truly, what a warrior. But so many times on different things, so many people, it's going to be breaking, 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 breaking. But I am telling you, Mike Lindell freaking delivered. And so very few things impress me because I'm just so freaking jaded about this, just like you're jaded about people. It's going to be huge. It was huge. It was huge. And um, and that's why I'm going to encourage any and all of you to, as we go from here to November, if you get a chance anywhere to an attendant event where patriots are gathering or where you can learn how to fight this fight and or share, try to attend. One, I like meeting as many of you as I can. Um. It's great. I, I met one lady who started screaming <laughs> for what seems like a half a block away, shaking and tr- trembling and crying. Try not to do that. It kind of makes me feel really weird. We had such a good time giving out hugs, supporting each other. It's just really great to meet every one of you. But I think if you could get, if you get a chance, if you get a chance to get out to some of these in your area and meet people like you, especially if you're not supported by your family or your children or your neighbors or people at work, it's, it's just a good place to go and put faces with all of these voices that, you know, everybody gathers here because again, we're not fans and followers here. We're, we're friends and family, but it was just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, but I think you're going to see I truly believe in my soul the tide has changed. Now, this is now to the point it's 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 only for us to lose. And what I mean by that, it's like being on the one-yard line, being down by a touchdown and they didn't make the extra point, but you're going to do the touchdown and get the one-point you know, conversion or the two-point conversion and you're going to win. And that's the time when it's up to you to lose that meaning only if you screw it up, do you lose kind of thing, or you're ahead and they're on the two line and you got to block them. You can reverse them both ways. And, uh, truly phenomenal and, and, and do it truly, truly phenomenal. And so, we're winning. We're winning big. I would say one thing. Enid brought up a good point on Facebook. Loved watching it. Anybody see Nick Modisser's knock on Mike for not bringing the PCAPs? Let me just ask you a very serious question, Enid. Just a serious question. That particular broadcaster is a counselor in a halfway house or a drug rehab. I just want to ask you a very straightforward, logical question, please. Now, understand it in context. I, I, I completely, 
admire anybody supporting the movement, pushing the movement, telling people to be patriots. Where I kind of draw the line a little bit is I'm not sure a drug counselor in a halfway house who has no technological experience, has no background in this, doesn't and hasn't participated in the audits and couldn't, or or just any of that, I just want to ask you a question. Why, two things, why would it matter what he said? And then what would literally lead him to believe he can talk on that subject? Now, here's why I say that. The most important thing we can all do between now and November is make sure we are so focused on truth and hard facts that we absolutely must make sure we're getting our truth and facts from sources that are directly in the fight extracting the truth and facts. And the same reason you don't go to the place that does your oil change to get your teeth cleaned is the same reason when it comes to literally um, where do you get your information about what's really going on, what should happen, etc. Now, if somebody like Greg Phillips stood up and and talked and and threw something out there, I'd pay attention. But when your camp counselor brings up that point, and is all of a sudden the broadcaster, I just have to ask you that question. And that's one of the things that's going to have to happen in this. It really is going to have to happen in this. We are going to have to get so laser focused on not only the truth, But who do we accept the truth from? Who has the standing and credibility to present that truth, et cetera? That's going to be paramount. It's really going to be paramount. So that's the only question I have about that, because I think you may see, and that is a prime example you may see a really interesting thing happen that now with all of this stuff coming out, you're going to see the same phenomenon we saw back in July last year. And then we saw in in September and December last year, you're going to see people that have no basis in understanding what's up, start throwing out, Oh, this was wrong. They should have done this. This is wrong. That really have no saying. You got to ask yourself, What's their intent? Why are they bringing said doubt? What's their qualifications for bringing said doubt? And are they part of the answer? Or are they part of the problem? You're going to have to get real focused Real focused on that. Very, very, very focused. Okay? 
Your time is a vote. I just want to let you know that. More than ever, your time is a vote. Just like your dollar is your vote, just like your ballot is a vote. And I begrudge no one for wanting to live the American dream, train, change their life, break away from their old lifestyle and do anything. I'm just asking you, when it comes to hardcore election stuff, just for this moment in time, between now and when we get our mid midterms done, Try to be very wise, just like you would in the midterms. Try to be very wise about where you invest your time vote. Because what we cannot afford right now, what we cannot afford right now, this close to the game, is we cannot afford the fracturing of doubt or support and the fracturing of the vote. Even me, you're going to see a change in me. I want to tell you this. As we get done with the midterms, well, I should, let's go back. As we get finished with the primaries, and, you know, the Republicans will run 10 candidates. They're trying to dilute the votes away from the American first candidates. And in some of those places, it's happened, right? In some of those places, it's happened. And I'm one that I'm not convinced on. Let's say Dr. Oz. But now is the time that if there ever was a time, if there ever was a time to even support a rhino, believe it or not, I know this is hard, what we have to do is we have to stick together, even if we don't like who wins the primary and it, so we... So we can get conservatives, and they may be conservatives name, name and only, but we can get them elected in the true primary in November. And then I'm going to trust God, and I'm going to trust all the American First candidates that we did get in to be able to work, right, to be able to work on that rhino and those rhinos to make sure they're protecting us. And so I'm going to let go. Just like Dr. Oswald, I'm going to let go. You are not going to hear from me once these primaries are over, say a single bad word about any of the candidates running on the conservative side. Because if we ever needed teamwork, we need it now. And I am going to trust that we have so many America First candidates that made it through that they will do their job and they will get those legacy politicians that are truly rhinos, they will keep them in check. And my commitment on it is once the elections are run and we've got the House and the Senate, if there are rhinos in and they don't stick with the agenda of America and what we want, and you think I'm hard on rhinos now, you are going to truly see 
the punishing demon come out in me and I'm going to do everything at that point to not only herd those rhinos, brand them for everyone in America, but make sure we run their ass out permanently, just like Cheney. So I'm saying all of you, all of you, when these primaries are over, we got a few more to go. We do have to come together because I want to let you know, in case you didn't know it, that's how the libtards beat our ass every time. And what Mitch McConnell said that we didn't put forth our best and brightest because Mitch McConnell was a rat bastard, I'm not going to follow that model. Because once these primaries are over, over this, we are on one freaking team. And I am going to treat it as one freaking team. Even if the Cyclops wins. I'm going to make sure we get in the House. I'm going to make sure we get in the Senate. And then the first time Meat Puppet Cyclops goes off the reservation with his WEF, you're going to see me incessantly demon-focus on running that person out. And that's just what we have to do. Anyway, folks, uh, jump over to uh, locals here. Just give me a few minutes. Right? Coffee's run through me. And we're going to have another discussion about what went on at the Truth Summit. I'm going to be doing it in deep dives, try to keep it topically. I'm going to give you some really kind of inside information that I don't really say publicly here. And that's what I'm going to be delivering to you on all this stuff as this war catch-up. I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, for joining me on the program today. You'll see a little bit uh, changes in the program as it's uh, seasonality change, commercial change, and stuff like that. Uh, but I will still be doing it every time I do cut the crap. I'll be coming back and, and joining you on Locals as we get all the way through this season. Love you all. Okay, bye-bye. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Joe Von Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. Hey there, think of all those people who mocked you for being a conspiracy theorist. Are you ready to become the smartest patriot in the room? Well, now's your chance to join me on Local. It's exclusive. It's a free trial membership where you can use to determine if my work my insight, my content, and what I do to educate you to fight this fight for our country is worth it. <laughs> but you know what? If we lost the election, we know when we lose. If I lost the election, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. Seriously. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we got to get those routers, please. Get them. Routers, come on Kelly, we can get those routers, those routers, wow!
If you got those routers, what that will show And they don't want to give up the routers They are fighting like hell Why are these commissioners fighting not to give the routers? How simple could it be? That will tell the truth And they don't want to give up the routers What are they trying to hide? And I say it, and I'll say it Because the easiest way of cheating is to throw them away. That's easier. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. Get it's get so unfair. It's so unfair, it's so ridiculous. I, I'll be honest though, look, we all like to win. If I lost this election, I could handle it pretty easily. What? Run in 24, sir, you're gonna win. And I say, wait a minute, I just won six months ago. The big lie, they call it. Those trends are unproven. And knowing what happened in the election is a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. It's a good thing. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we gotta get those routers, please. Get if you think about cancel, everything about cancel culture, they want cancel culture. But what they don't want to do is anything having to do with the 2020 election. We have no press. We have no voice. They almost got away with it. They may have gotten away with it. And I've got to tell you, I've got to say this. I've never said it before, but I've always thought it. I get along with Putin because that's a good thing, not a bad thing. The county has refused to produce the network routers. We want the routers, Sonny. The county refused to produce the network routers. Wendy, we got to get those routers, please. Get up! Get up! Get up! The coconut nut is a giant nut If you eat too much, you get very fat Now, the coconut nut is a big, big nut But this delicious nut is not a nut It's the cocoa fruit It's the cocoa fruit Of the cocoa tree Of the cocoa tree From the cocoa palm family Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now.